It is now time to experience the buzz. A podcast that takes an inside look at amazing people doing amazing things. Get ready for some great conversation that will be fascinating, educational, and inspiring. We will also leave room to help small businesses in a big way. Now, here's your host, entrepreneur Steve Buzzard. Welcome in, everybody. It is Experience the Buzz, folks. We are here. We're at number 99, and I am so glad you've decided to join us because today we're going to talk real estate. That's right. Dana Gray, who is a Sacramento native, grew up in Folsom. She has just launched her own team. That's right. It's called Gray Group Real Estate Team, and I thought this was so fascinating because she's only been in the real estate business for seven years, five years in the office, became an agent, worked with the team, and now has decided to launch her own team. And so that's pretty cool, I would think, as an entrepreneur. And she's definitely got that mindset. We're going to talk more about that. More on Dana in just a moment. It's time for What's the Buzz? I am so excited because I am a big baseball fan. Now, by the time that you see this, my guess is, is that Aaron Judge will have broken the American League record, right? As of right now, as we speak, he was at 61, loved it, hit it to left field in Toronto. The uh, the fan out there missed it, dropped into the bullpen. Ball was given back to Aaron, and he gave it to his mom. I thought that was so very cool. But that's why I'm wearing the Yankees hat, and today is episode 99. So in honor of the judge doing great things in baseball and really making baseball the great game that I know that it is. So I absolutely love that. So I wanted to pay some tribute to Aaron Judge, and I do hope that he breaks the record. So uh, that's cool. Uh, also, I let you know we're one away from 100. So, uh, you know, we, we've talked about so many things. I don't even know how episode 100 is going to look, but we're very excited about it. Uh, in my mind, I'm going to be reaching out to a guest who maybe can, can chime in, whether it be live or recorded, uh, that we'll be able to share with you. Uh, last week, we did the podcast journey. So just the fact that we've gotten to 100 is so cool. Uh, they talk about stats within podcasting, and I may have shared this before, but if you get over 10, you've made it. Okay. So we're 10 plus, you know, 90 more, which is pretty exciting. So good, good stuff. And I'm just a big thank you to you, the listeners that have been out there. And I appreciate those of you that have either, you know, said something to me in person or have reached out by email, whatever it is. I just hope you enjoy the program because again, I'm having these conversations because they are great people in Sacramento that I hope you know, that you'd like to know. I know I would like to know, and that's what it's all about. So that's what's the buzz. It is time to get into our conversation. Yes, we're talking real estate, but we're also talking about being an entrepreneur and of course, the individual journey of our guest today, which is Dana Gray, again, of the Gray Group Real Estate Team. Enjoy the conversation. Well, welcome in. It is Experience the Buzz, and we are very excited to have Dana Gray with us. She is a real estate agent, but now has her own business. That's right. Within being a real estate agent, it's called the Gray Group Real Estate Team, and it's powered by Remax Gold. You would know the Remax Gold. You may not know the Gray Group Real Estate Team, but you will after this conversation. Dana, thank you for being on Experience the Buzz. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, let's talk about our connection because it just is kind of a community thing. Uh, we go way back and I know our conversation struck up at a um, event that we both are a part of, which is the Arden Park Youth Triathlon. Near and dear to my heart. Absolutely. Yep. My kids used to run their little hearts out and swim and bike and I, I absolutely love it. It's one of those community events that leaves you feeling good no matter how exhausted you are. Well, and what's great too is this past year when we when the event took place, I looked at and I said, "Wait, there's something different about Dana." <laughs> okay, she's not with the group of gals led by Bernadette Augustine because you were part of that group. It's like, oh, she's got her own thing going. So, I think we just dive in right there, like you know, just kind of giving the history of how you got into real estate. We're going to talk about being an entrepreneur. So many avenues I want to go down, but I think it's important to start right there uh, where you are right now. It's a good thing. Awesome. Thank you so much. I have been so excited. I am an entrepreneur at heart. My family, long history of entrepreneurship in the, in the family on a couple sides. And um, I didn't think I would be here. If somebody told me back in high school, hey, by the way, you're going to, you're going to be an agent and then you're gonna start your own team. I'd 
I'd tell them, nah, that's that's not my thing. <laughs> but um, but I love helping people. I've always loved nurturing and helping people. I mean, I was a Girl Scout leader for seven years with my daughter's troop. Um, met an amazing group of women in the community and around the community and. Um, it was about the time that our daughter, Sarah, was, I don't know, maybe she was about 10, somewhere around there, uh, 9 or 10 years old, and I decided, you know what, the kids are doing pretty well on their own, it's time for me to jump back in the workforce, and uh, there was somebody, a mutual friend, and somebody that my husband knows who's a real estate agent, and said, I'm really looking for an assistant, and I came from an extensive background of, of executive assisting, and he said, um, would you like to try it? And I thought, you know, there are a couple moments in my life where I've, I've had absolutely zero fear uh, when, when job hunting, and this was one of them. I said, do I need it? No. Do I want it? Kind of. Um, so it'll be on my terms. And I said, I'm going to work this many hours. I want this much pay. I need to go, by the way, for every field trip. I need to go for every sick day that my kid has. And if you want me, amazing. And he actually said yes to my surprise. So uh, that's where the journey started, and I did assisting and uh, helped to lead a team or two. I was uh, in the office of a couple different agents and decided after seeing so many people go through it, I thought, well, heck, I could do this. I was helping to train them and, and knew the paperwork back end, and I thought, yeah, this is, this, I could do this. And so I took the leap of faith after seeing a couple examples of people doing it really well because the salesman pitch was never my thing. I, I took a long time getting into it because I just, I don't even like salesmen and I don't like being called a salesperson. I, I think I am um, an assistant and I think I am a guide and I'm here as a resource for my clients to do what they want to do. So lay out the facts and find out what is best for you and let's go. And once I saw that example, I said, okay, I could totally do this. And, and I think I could do it well. And I had all these bursting ideas with the entrepreneurial sort of mind that I have and, and said, okay, I'm going to take a dive in. And I was with the team, Augustine Associates, for many years, super happy, amazing group of ladies. And then at some point, you know, everyone gets stagnant in their, in their seat and they think, okay, I, I want to try something new. And the best way to do that was to separate and really go for it myself. And I love all the people on the team. I love the office. It's great. We have a great working relationship and personal relationship, but I just needed to grow. So yeah. here I am and super excited. Um, it, it starts it starts very slow when you go out on your own. And I have very exciting things happening in the next, I'd say, week. I'll be making some other announcements, people joining my team, which I'm very excited about. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, and I just think we can kill it and do well and and just have a lot of love and heart and and serve people. Really, that's what we're here for. We're here to serve people. So Well, I'm and excited. I know it's a... Again, I know it's an opening statement, but there's so much that's woven into what you just said right there. Like you said, your family has a background of being an entrepreneur. Yeah. Uh, you took a job where you say you necessarily didn't need it, but you started with admin, which actually ended up being probably a huge positive for you to yeah. get ready for the next step, which was be an agent. Yeah. And now you're back to leading a team. So it's like, it's almost like this full circle thing. But the amazing thing is you've done this in a matter of seven years. Yet it yeah. seems like you've been in the business for 20. You know what I mean? Well, so it, it seems it like you're like a pretty it. quick learner. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think so. I like to think so. Um, yeah. It depends on on what it is I'm learning. You know, when it comes to technology, I've had to rope my kids in a couple times. But, uh, you know, it's like Facebook and Instagram keep changing. So, um, but I, I do, I think so. And I like learning. I think that is, if I had a superpower, that's my superpower. I love to learn. I love I'm like, I'm a nerd. I have like six books behind me over here. I have like, I just, I do. I, I, I don't read for pleasure. You know, I, I know a lot of people are like, you need to have personal time. That is my personal time. I love yeah. digging in and learning stuff. I'm, I'm always studious. If I have a class, I'm the first, I have a notepad and a pen and I am right there at the front of the class and I just kind of geek out on it. And I love learning how to do things. And that lends itself to growing immediately because you learn how to do something new and it sparks something else. And then you think, oh, well, that could be connected to this. And mm -hmm. and then throw in there being somebody that likes to network and talk to people. And yeah, sparks fly. 
Yeah. And I like the fact that you're merging something that is, yeah, truly a business, maybe not a nine to five, because as an agent, you know, you're on call all the time, but being able to throw in that flair, which is important because let's admit it, there's thousands of real estate agents, right? So within that business, and this is true for any business, how do you make yourself stick out? So I'm curious along your journey, maybe not in the admin side, but when you joined Augustine and Associates, what was going on there that then you took some of that and maybe made some of it your own to where you are right now? Because here's the thing, great group real estate established in 2022, like right now, this year, you're just, you're just launching this journey, which is amazing. I'm so raw. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So, um, the, one of the, the wonderful things and the reason I was attracted to Augustine Associates in the first place was Bernadette is an amazing, warm, kind human. She, uh, she gives freely of herself and her time and she's compassionate. And not that I didn't have that already, but it was just amazing to see that example in business because you, ha- you do have to give people grace. This is one of those businesses, uh, both agents as well as clients, whether they're your clients or someone else's clients, you need to give them grace because this is a, a stressful situation that we are trying to make less stressful and more concise. So um, she really showed me how you can be tough and firm, but also compassionate and be very, very professional. So that that was something I will always take away and, and hold near and dear to me in how I do business. Well, and the big thing for me is when we would see each other at Arden Park Youth Triathlon, the thing that stuck out for me is seeing the group of ladies, including yourself, and fun. That just like kind of came to mind. You guys had fun being there. And like you said, when you think of like a real estate agent, yeah, I guess there's that salesman, you know, kind of thing that you think about, but truly it's not there because the one word that I love that you use, and it's very true for my business as well, is experience. And let's face it, this is one of the biggest decisions that a young couple, an individual, whatever the case might be, that they're going to be making. And that is either purchasing a home or selling a home. And of course, they need someone that is going to be in their corner. So talk about the word experience, because I think that's very important. It is important. And when you're going to do anything and you're hiring someone, you don't want them to be the first day on the job, Johnny on the spot. You want them to be somebody who knows what they're talking about. And sometimes with experience, you enter in and it's a deal that you've never done before. But the experience gives you that wheelhouse of information of there was something similar that happened to me. I think I know how to solve this. Um, A lot of this job is problem solving. And after you're in the business for so many years, then you have different experiences of strange, wacky things that have happened. And you think, uh, I know how to, I know how to do that because as, as clear and concise as the lawyers that create our, our verbiage for California uh, association of realtors thinks they are, they're really not as clear cut as they think they are. So, (laughs) so knowing how to navigate through all the paperwork and, um, assess. I back just today, actually, my I have an offer that came in on a listing, and one of my sellers said, "That sounds great, but I have a fear of this happening. How can I solve for that, but still accept their offer?" And I said, "No problem. Here's what you do: you have to write it in this way, and we're going to make it part of the counter. We're going to make it part of the contract. And the only way that things are not going to work out is if X, Y, Z happens. And giving them that guidance and assurance is exactly what they need." It's no different than walking into a dealership or walking into, you know, Lululemon or any place else. Everybody has an idea of what they want and how they want their their uh, shopping experience to be. And when you're clear up front with your clients and you say, this is this is what you want to achieve. These are the steps it's going to take to get you there. You know, there there has to be that trust where they believe you, of course, but. But there's there's this transition that happens, and I'm very frank with people. Look, it's not going to be all wine and roses. We're going to get there. It's going to be amazing at the end. But there's going to be these milestones, and you cannot, you know, it's not over till the fat lady sings <laughs> until you get there. So um, I think experience is everything in this business. If you're going to entrust your largest asset probably of your entire life, with someone, it better be with somebody that knows what they're doing and can help you navigate the waters should something go awry. Because 99% of the time, there are bumps in the road. No two transactions are ever the same. Everything is, everything's 
fly by the seat of your pants, it seems like when you're dealing with people and people are different and that makes every deal different. And again, I think this is very parallel to any business because right in my mind, like I'm thinking in the DJ business, very similar, especially when it comes to weddings. Like I'll tell couples, listen, I've done hundreds of weddings, but they're all different. And the main reason would be obviously the people, but they're really not the same. Yeah, you do certain business items, I guess I would call them within that special day, but truly they take on a life form of themselves. So I think the same thing definitely holds true for what you do is, yeah, you're selling homes and you know, you're having people buy homes and everything, but that experience is going to be relatable to that couple or to that person that is making that purchase or trying to sell their home. Yeah, 100%. I think when people are are uh, unique, and, and I think we're all unique, you know, you're going to have different outcomes. It's, uh, it's like that book that we, you know, I think we all remember those books when we were kids, you know, you could decide how the story is going to end, you could, you know, there's a crossroad, and you could jump to page 20. And uh, yeah, and every every client has a different set of experiences themselves, which make them feel different when, when the experience of purchasing happens, you know, no two sellers or buyers respond the same. So I always like to say, you know, let's not upset the apple cart, but let, let's tell them what we need and want and see how it works out. That's funny. You just took me back to third or fourth grade encyclopedia Brown. I read the whole series, <laughs> the whole series. Yes. I love those books. <laughs> I love those books. Yes. So let's reset. It's Dana Gray from Gray Group Real Estate Team, which she's founded here in this year, 2022. Pretty exciting. This is episode 99. Like a lot of special things are happening. Oh, nice. And uh, she is a Sacramento native. And uh, talk about that. You said uh, you grew up in Folsom. Okay. So yeah. Tell me about your journey of getting to where you are now. So, um, I, not, not the typical journey. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I, I, uh, I was born in Sacramento, raised in Folsom. My, um, my mom and dad raised me in just a tiny little house in a tiny little town, which is now not so tiny. Uh, graduated from the original Folsom high, which, wow. uh, graduated in a rodeo ring. So that was fun. You know, had those nice white heels, 1993 and, uh, got covered with uh, dust. Yeah. <laughs> it, but my my family roots were always there in Folsom and Orangevale. My grandparents uh, were there in Orangevale. My mom and dad are now in Orangevale. My sister's in Folsom still. And I love the area. It's so sweet and quaint. And the beginning of our family started with a welding shop. So my grandfather, he was a welder at Aerojet. He made the... Um, the gas tanks for the for the the rockets themselves, and he was a fantastic welder. My grandmother was just a spitfire. She was the one who ran the shop, and he uh, ran, or excuse me, ran the office, and Grandpa ran the shop. And um, they started that because people kept bringing them things to fix. You know, he would be working at Aerojet, and you know, here's you know Bob coming in and saying, "Hey, my wife needs this pot fixed," or you know, "Hey, my my tractor broke," and and grandma one day said, you know what, Walter, why don't we just have people start paying for this instead of doing it for free? And the business was um, handed down to my mom and dad. And I even worked there myself. Um, in sixth grade, my dad taught me how to, instead of the science fair, it was a demonstration, demonstrated how to weld. So that was a lot of fun. Um, and, and just really took to heart when you have a family business and the trust that the community gives you, you, you can't put a price on that. No, and no. and the, the faith that people have in them or or did have in them because the business is now closed, um, it was amazing. I still to this day get people that say, hey, wait a minute. Sheets, that was the, the family name, Sheets Welding Service. Uh, they said, is that is that your family? And, and oh, I remember when your grandfather fixed this or your mom fixed this. Or I remember when you were behind the counter. And, and that was one of the biggest takeaways for my own business and my own entrepreneurial journey was you do right by your clients. They're going to do right by you. And yes. that's how you feel loyalty. Yeah. I yeah. love that. So when did uh, the business close? It only closed two years ago. Oh, wow. I think it was about two years ago. Yeah. My mom and dad liquidated uh, and said time to roll up the carpet. And yeah. at the last I heard, they were going to name the corner, the sheets corner or, you know, the shopping center because yeah. the person who bought it now has a bunch of businesses in the shops mm -hmm. that used to be the, the entire area used to be 
the welding shop, but they've divided it up. And and so it would be wonderful to see that. Who knows if it's going to happen or not. But um, it's right across the street from where Scott Seafood was located, okay. the original yeah. Seafood in Folsom. So that's where it was. Nice, nice. Okay, so college, did you stay in Sacramento or did you go and come back or... Oh my gosh! Yes. Well, I don't. I don't talk about this part often. Um, <laughs> well, that's why you're here. <laughs> that's why I'm here. Okay. So, well, and I think people. I don't talk about it often because people can take it different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did have a journey. I I love to travel. I have a total zest for traveling and zest for life. And and I was uh, able to start modeling before I ended high school. And I was given the opportunity to go to Milan immediately after high school and work for an agency there who became my mother agency and allowed me the ability to, I had a house in in Milan or not a house, an apartment I shared with other girls in Milan and in Paris, um, in Zurich, Switzerland, um, in London. And I mean, my, my home became my vacation and my vacation became my home. And my absolute favorite thing, like I didn't love the industry. I found out very quickly, but my favorite thing was I had this, you know, cute nineties, little tiny backpack. And I put that puppy on before having cell phones, no geolocation at a map. I had a little bit of money. I had a bottle of water and I would purposely try and get lost wherever I, wherever I was, whenever I had time, that was my favorite thing. You find the most interesting people, the interesting places, the best food. Uh, I just loved it. Absolutely loved it. And there came a point where you know, you're doing, you're doing this career and, and it's not as glamorous as people think when you're at the top, it's glamorous and it's amazing, but like real estate, when you're on top, it's glamorous. When you are struggling and you're on the bottom or you're just entering in, it's not so glamorous. You got to pay your dues. Right. Right. So, um, I, I wasn't willing to do some of the things that other people were doing to get ahead. And, and quite frankly, at the end of the day, I didn't care that much. I really wanted to travel and, so I did it for a couple years, and um, and one day I was at a party. They the agency would host these parties. You know, they would they would I, I felt it was more of a cattle call, but they would have these parties, <laughs> and you you were expected to dress your best and uh, and be bubbly and and um, have fun with people and and chat with people. And what you'd experience is you know people coming in. Maybe they represented the Gap, or maybe they represented. Um, Marie Claire, and they would, they would talk to you, but they're, they're not looking at you. They're looking through you Mm. where, you know, and, and there's people walking around with trays of food, which I can't eat, you know, and (laughs) all I want to do is, you know, this person's looking past me at somebody else walking by while asking about myself and there's trays of hamburgers or, and, you know, things going by. And I'm like, I just want to sit down in a quiet room and have a cheeseburger. What am I doing here? Right. So the lack of food, good food that you want to eat and authenticity out the window. Oh, the authenticity was, <laughs> was 100% the, the lack. Um, it was, it was just, it was hard. It was a lot of fun. I got to do some fun things. Um, mm-hmm. I went to dinner with Slash from Guns N' Roses. That was amazing. That, I mean, it was super fun. That's, um, when you see, when you read TMZ or magazines and you see these rock stars or movie stars out with a gaggle of beautiful women, don't, don't be fooled. They just called up the agency and said, give me six of your best. I'll buy them all dinner. And they were like, all right, I'm there. You heard it here first. (laughs) Don't be fooled. They're not, they're there for a good meal and a little exposure. That's all they're there for. (laughs) And Dana, this is important though, because like you said, it's your journey, right? And so without being able to do the modeling experience, you never would have been able to do the hiking experience, which I know you're a big fan of uh, to this day. So it's like every, you know, that's how I see things. Everything connects. And, you know, and I actually go back to my question, like, you know, I should actually rephrase that. It shouldn't be because it's that, that question I know kids hate to hear. And that is, oh, you're going to college. What are you majoring in? Right. And it's like, you just like, unless they really know, which a, probably seven, eight out of 10 don't because they're just trying to figure it out. It's like the worst question to ask. So it's almost like you have to rephrase it because I'm big on the entrepreneurship and I think that should be taught more in college. In fact, that's what college should be all about is how to make yourself with something you're very passionate about. Yeah. Find, find who you are, find your center, yeah. find what, what makes you have that fire in your belly and, and get excited because there's lots of people that graduate 
from prestigious colleges and right. have zero fire in their belly because guess what? You know, accounting like mom or dad did does not strike their fancy or becoming a lawyer is great and lucrative, but doesn't make them happy at the end of the day. So I, I agree. I think any day, it doesn't matter what you do. If you wake up and you're excited to quote unquote work, then that's a great day. I mean, it's, I, I love working. I self-proclaimed a, a um, workaholic, but I love it. And I have to stop myself because I have to remember there's other people in my life and my family needs attention. And, but I do it and I do it to that level because I'm excited. I like it. It energizes me. And, you know, when you talk about introverts, you know, they go to parties and they come back feeling exhausted. It's the same sort of thing. You know, if you have that entrepreneurial spirit and you're excited and you love your job, you go to your job and you come home energized. You're not coming home drained. And, you know, there are days when I'm drained, but but it's mostly because I'm physically running around, not right. not as much mentally. Um, so, yeah, I, I think everybody should have passion for what they do, no matter what it is. I don't care if you're a gardener or a, a lawyer or anybody in between. It's like have some passion, love what you do, because then you're going to be great at it. So when you after the modeling experience, uh, what age are you at and what brings you back to Sacramento? So, gosh, how old was I? I I think I was in the air flying on my own, which actually, I have to back up, was a funny, funny little story. So when I left, I we, it was old school and we went to a travel agency, like an actual agent. <laughs> travel agency. Yeah, yeah. So I'm dating myself yeah. here. So yes, I, sat, I love it. I, I walked in and I sat down and this nice lady said, where do you want to go? And okay, here. And when are you going to return? I said, oh, no, no, no. I'm not, I don't want to return ticket. And she's like, you... You need a return ticket. And I said, no, because I don't know what I want to come back. I'll buy one when I want to come back. And she's like, oh, no, we don't do that. You have to sign here. Like, I, you have to sign really? here. Oh, yeah. She was, <laughs> it was so funny. And, and so I went and I think I was, I think I was in the air. It was right after I graduated because my parents, I had been offered prior to high school ending, but my parents didn't want me to go until after high school. So I think I was just turned 18 and I was in the air. Wow. And I was, I came home just before my 21st birthday. So I was there for a little while and I had come home and gone back and come home and gone back and, and, um, really had an amazing experience and met amazing people. And no matter how much I love the people that I befriended and, and came to know as family, uh, the, the work itself just wasn't enough to keep me in it. And I knew it wasn't where my heart was long-term. So I came home. And then when I came home, I was like, okay, well now what do I do? So uh, I was involved in the family business and I was going to school as well. I was, I was actually thinking of going into psychology. I love psychology. I love just how people are. And, and I, I think of myself in a lot of ways as an observer, I pay attention to people and notice little nuances. And I, um, I have a lot of compassion and I thought that's what I was going to do. But, um, you know, like a lot of people, my journey was cut short because I met my husband and uh, we decided we were going to get married. And then all of a sudden, oopsie, have a baby coming. And that changed the course. And I was like, all right, well, um, but, you know, actually, I I forget. I'm missing a little step there. It wasn't quite that concise. Um, While I was going to school, I did work for the governor's office. Um, I was working for Governor Davis, his administration. And uh, I'm sure the reason I forgot to mention it before is because I'd like to black that part of my life out. It was like rats jumping from a ship. If anybody remembers that administration in that time, he was being impeached. It was crazy. We were having rolling blackouts. I worked for the energy team. I worked for um, Kellen Flukinger and David Freeman. They were the energy czars at the time. And amazing, smart people loved working with them. Um, there was just so many, so many things happening at the same time. Um, it was a interesting time to be a part of the administration and, and it, it solidified, I think my professionalism, because when you are in, it was in the horseshoe. So it's the, the proper saw Mr. Davis every single morning. Uh, and you, you have to conduct yourself in a certain way, um, very professional, obviously, but then also, you know, you gotta, you gotta hammer it out and whatever needs to be done needs to be done. And that was just another example in my life of, um, having that experience alongside my family's business, but also there just in a different setting 
where whatever, whatever you got to do, sometimes I was there till 10 at night, whatever you got to do to get the job done, that's what you got to do. So, um, and in that process became pregnant and decided I'm going to step away from this craziness. And, and then was home with raising our kids for seven years, which was amazing. And, um, and then from there, you know, decided to have just amazing opportunities to volunteer and be a part of the community. I met so many fun people and, and community members that I'm near and dear to still to this day. Some of my best friends I was Girl Scout leaders with or met while grading papers in a teacher's classroom that, you know, I don't want to name names, but we were like blinders on, do what you're told, you know, or you're going to get yelled at. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, you know, understanding that was a large part of me understanding what the community is, uh, the people, how it operates and, and what they stand for and what their values are. That was, that was just an amazing time in my life that I got to stay home with the kids and experience all of that. Dana, I am so glad the way you shared it, because like for me, like I can visualize that, right? The journey. And that's what's so important. I mean, I always say this, there is no blueprint for how your journey is supposed to go. And that's why I love it to see where you are right now. Once again, trying something brand new with all these tools in your tool belt, that's going to make you successful. And so like right now, before we go to our first break, are you the only one with the announcement of, okay, now I'm going to start bringing on team members? Is that is that correct? That's that's the big announcement this week. I have several nice. people, yeah, several people that are joining me. So I'm super excited to start promoting them and their careers. And and I love again back to helping people. This is yeah. the next leg of my journey. Like you said, it's coming full circle. And now that I've figured out this this system, you know, how to make this mm-hmm. work and how how I do it anyway. There's a lot of people that do it different ways. Now I want to give back to them and help yeah. them just be rock stars and and launch their career. And I really know that they will. I love it. Okay. We are going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about what is going on with this new adventure about how to really start up a business. Cause even though she had the tools, like you don't understand what goes into launching a business. There is so much. We're going to have Dana share. You can see she's shaking her head like, yep, that is very true. So we're going to hear from our sponsors. Come back with more of our guests this week. Dana Gray from the Gray Group Real Estate Team. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after these messages. Well, I hope you enjoyed that first segment with Dana Gray. More to come as we'll talk more about her business. And I have a question for her about what does it take to be a real estate agent? I don't, I've never known what that is. Actually, I should know because my wife did it. But uh, anyways, you're going to find that out on the other side. But right now it's time to take care of our sponsors. We got four of them. Big thank you to RFI Stitch and Print. Troy Rousey, he is the owner of The Fine Establishment. His story told in episode 25 right here on Experience the Buzz. The website, rfiprint.com. The phone number, 916-454-3773. RFI Stitch and Print specializes in screen printing and embroidery. They have an in-house graphic design artist. They can put together a visual graphic for you if you're trying to decide what you want to put together. Troy has done so much work for me, quality stuff. He buys high-end machines to make sure he delivers a high-end quality product. So don't hesitate. R5 Stitch and Print, a proud sponsor of Experience the Buzz. Pit Boss Jerky, best friend, good friend, Joe Green. Haven't talked to him in a while. So now he's just a friend. I got to make him my best friend because I have not had beef jerky in a while. So Joe, if you're hearing this, we need to connect. I need to text you today. Episode number 26. Uh, you can find Joe at 916-769-6807. Yes, I just gave you Joe's cell number. That's how you're going to order the most incredible beef jerky I've ever had. There are 13 different flavors. The latest flavor came out a few months ago. It is called White Bulls Barbecue. Before that, we had a flavor and still have a flavor that is named after this program. It's called Experience the Buzz, the very popular island teriyaki, along with raspberry, apple, chipotle. That's just four of the 13. There's even a keto mix as well. Little heat, small heat. He's got it all. So again, that number is 916-769-6807. And check out Joe's journey on episode 26. 
Two down, two to go. Little Whale Swim School, the premier swim school right here in Sacramento, located at 4106 El Camino Avenue. The owner of Little Whale Swim School is Anya Hall. We tell her story, great story, in episode number six. You can find them on their website at littlewhaleswim.com. That is also their social media handle for Instagram and Facebook. Or you can pick up the phone and call 916-790-5945. It is always summer at Little Whale. We say that because it's year-round and it's in an indoor facility, which means nice heated pools, very popular. And there is talk about expansion of Little Whale. As soon as we get the news, we'll let you know. And lastly, want to thank Matt, the mortgage guy. That is Matt Gouget. His story is told in episode 28. I was a guest on his podcast. He's now got 11 episodes in the books that's called Get Better Every Day. Uh, you can find our conversation, a little 20-minute conversation in episode nine. MTMG.com is the website. 916-802-9291 is the phone number. And here's what I love about Matt and his team. First of all, personally, helped me and my wife, Kristen, with the refinance from start to finish. Took about a month. They also helped us get in contact with the right people to lower our home insurance. And more importantly, our flood insurance. We were paying an ungodly amount for our flood insurance. We were able to get hooked up with someone, brought that down dramatically, has made a huge difference in our mortgage payments. So Matt and his team, thank you very much. Again, you can find them at mtmg.com. When you go to that website, a lot of great tools, including the home purchase qualifier, refinance rate checker, and today's mortgage rates, as well as loan options. Now I mentioned Matt has a podcast, but his big thing is his YouTube channel. This guy is amazing. Over a million views and over 500 episodes. That's right. That you can check out simply educating people on these things of loans and finance. And he actually does a live chat every Monday at six o'clock. So there you have it. Matt, the mortgage guy, Little Well Swim School, Pit Boss Jerky, and our five stitch in print. Big thank you from me to them. Great small businesses right here in the capital city of Sacramento, California. Now let's get back to our conversation with Dana Gray. We're talking real estate. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss an episode of Experience the Buzz by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. It means everything. Now back to the show. Welcome back in. We are here Experience the Buzz. It is episode 99. Man, just saying that number. I don't know if everybody made the correlation, but I'm wearing the Yankees hat. Aaron Judge, at the time that we're recording, hit his 61st to tie Roger Maris. He wears number 99. Okay, now you got it. All right, that's for the baseball fans out there. Uh, Dana, you know, as we come out of break, uh, first, I got to say again, just I'm so appreciative of the journey that you shared with us. I couldn't help but think, you know, I, I keep thinking of kids coming out of college, and you kind of mentioned it, where they get the college experience and they come out and they're expecting something and it's not there because the landscape has truly changed. That's why I'm a big proponent of, yeah, study what you want to study, but you got to be thinking of the side hustle. In fact, in your life, there's, I believe there's always got to be a side hustle. So with that, the, the being a real estate agent, I feel like that's something someone young could dive into while they're waiting to get whatever this next thing is that they're they're trying to attain. Could yeah. you talk about that and what it takes to be a real estate agent? Absolutely. Yeah, I think 100%. This could be a great side hustle job from someone, but before they do that, they really need to decide what type of agent do they want to be? How much money do they want to make? How hard are they willing to work? Because if you do this job well, then you need to hustle. This needs to be a full-time job. And honestly, more than full-time. This is a job where you're always on call. Uh, it is it is not something that you decide, you know what, I'm going to work three days a week and I'm gonna make a million dollars a year and I'm not gonna work weekends. And oh, by the way, I'm gonna vacation four times a year. Like if that's your idea, it's just not gonna work for you. But if you want to possibly invest and you wanna have that commission saved on your side, if you want to do a couple deals a year and you're gonna connect yourself with people that are going to assist in providing those for you, then that is something that is very possible. But to, to be an agent and to be super productive, you have to put the time in because this is a lot like farming, you know, like a good old fashioned farmer, you're planting seeds and next spring they're gonna come up 
and I'm going to be, yeah. I'm going to be picking those sunflowers. And, and that's how it works. You know, there, in order to do well, you have to have people in your pipeline at every stage. You need to have people currently shopping. You need to have people currently getting into escrow. You need to have people currently closing. You need to have people that you're still in touch with, but you closed a deal with them five years ago and you're reminding them, Hey, remember me? How are you? How are the kids? How's your house? Do you need anything? Do you need a plumber? When you're ready to move, I'm here. You know, it's, it's that sort of relationship business. So absolutely you can do it part-time, but if you're expecting to do well and part-time, those don't necessarily go together. Yeah, don't watch million million dollar listing and go. Yeah, that's the life that I want oh. because that takes years of experience and of course a lot of things have to put in play. But how about the yeah. nuts and bolts of okay, I'm a young person that today is deciding. You know what? I do want to be a real estate agent. What are those steps? Do they go to you? Do they say, Hey, Dana, can you hire me? I know there's steps to becoming an agent, Absolutely. and then the step of either joining a team or I guess right. a, a company. Right. Absolutely. So mm -hmm. you have a choice. You can do your uh, your license to become a broker mm -hmm. uh, where you would be completely independent and you can um, it takes a lot more money to do that. So if you're part time, I don't suggest that. Or you can get your license to become an agent. And most people become agents. It's it's essentially the same test, but it is heavier. Uh, brokers licensing is heavier on more of the the math and the uh, rules and regulations of running a brokerage. So um, most of the time, the best path is if possible, why don't you shadow someone, you know, find out if this is right for you. I highly recommend people getting into it and, and just, you know, not even doing real work, just shadowing someone, see what their day-to-day -day life is like. And if that strikes your fancy, if you think that is the jam, then Go, go to school. You need to start doing your online schooling or in person. Most of it is online. You can go through those courses. Once those courses are finalized, then you, of course, need to set your appointment with the state of California. Once that is accomplished, then as an agent, you have to go to a broker and hang your license with them. They're going to cover your E&O insurance, other, uh, other liabilities and, and things that you should be aware of. You'll sign a contract and you'll be there for a certain duration of time, according to the contract. And there's, there's different types of brokers out there. Some are heavy on uh, hiring young agents that are freshly licensed and others are uh, more about enhancing people that have already been in the business and know how to do business. And Remax is one of those agents agencies that they do like hiring people that have been in the business for a while. They know what they're doing, but they're here to enhance and they're here to provide the, the major brand backing. Uh, at, at, at some point, people can decide once they're licensed and they join a brokerage, join a team. That's a great way to get more experience because it's every day is different. And being able to have someone help you navigate those waters in the beginning is essential. All right. Before we get to you starting your own brand, uh, the Gray Group Real Estate Team, in my mind, I am, I am picturing the scene out of... Uh, Anchorman, when all the TV news anchor, you know, the, the different groups are coming and it's a battle. And I've always wondered this because there's so many people in this community that yeah. I know and you know yeah. that do what you do yes. and work for all these different companies. What is, I mean, what is that like? Obviously, is it okay? Is it there's enough business for everyone? So we don't really yeah. look at, at it as competition. Right. What is the relationship like? You know, this is one of those businesses. It is a relationship business. It's mm -hmm. absolutely essential that you play well with others. If somebody gets into this business and they don't play well with others, it's just not going to work out for you. No. They have to be able to have a good attitude. When when someone beats you out on a listing or when someone beats you out on a, on a, a buyer's contract, that's just, that's just what happens. You have yeah, to be yeah. okay with it and you have to dust yourself self off, congratulate the other party and say, Hey, you know what? I hope I see you on the other side of the table next time. Right. And, and, and the relationship component of it is a huge component of how we get things done. Because if I have a couple offers at the, as the listing agent, if I have a couple offers on my table and I know I've had a good experience with one agent, 
or they ha- they are well received by the community. And on the other hand, there's somebody that I absolutely don't know who they are. I'm going to tell that I'm going to be very, very frank with my sellers and say, here's my experience. It is at the end of the day, their choice, 100%. I don't make these choices for them, but I give them my opinion. I give them my experience because if I know someone has a reputation of not working well with others, then I have to disclose that to my sellers. So I loved I love that piece of it. I love that piece of it because I think it's very important to first of all don't take it personal, right? Because you don't know what's going on in this case someone either buying or selling a home, what's going on for them that attaches them to one agent or another agent. Again, I'm thinking of the DJ business. Yeah. It's like, okay, if I'm not a good fit, damn bummer, but I get it. I understand. And it, yeah. and the, the other part for me is like, if I'm not available, Hey, you know what? I've got three or four guys that I would love to refer you to if you're open to it. So yes. being able to say, even if you can't be the person of finding that way to get them where they need to get, because I don't, I don't think p- yeah. many people realize this, but people remember that. And it's very important. So when you talk about that importance of relationship, I think that's the strongest part of all this. I think it is too. And I think that's why I'm never fearful that my business is going to go away. This is a people business. There's no robot. There is no Zillow new, new 2.0 that can come over and take this job. It's, it is a person business and you have to be able to help someone with the transaction details and hold their hand and listen to them at the same time. A computer will never be able to do that. And if you, if you have someone who's going through tough times, for example, I've had clients in the past that have gone through divorce and they've come to me and they said, Dana, you know, I want to use you, but my wife doesn't because we think you're too close to the fire. And if that's the case, you're absolutely right. That's one of those circumstances where here within my own community, I can say, that's okay. I understand. I can't take any offense. This is a little too close to home. I get it. Let me give you numbers and names of other people you can interview. And if it works out, wonderful. I only want the best for you. Because at the end of the day, you have to remember the old adage. People are going to remember the good things that you do and the bad things that you do. But guess what they're going to talk about more? The bad things. So if you have one bad experience, that's going to scream way louder than any good experience. And I, I think sometimes people forget about that. Yep. So very important. So very important. Your best behavior. Grandma always said, mind your P's and Q's. So that's right. That's never gone away. Let me just like hit on some of these things, just like kind of bullet points and stuff. Uh, You know, you're serving Arden Park, Arden Oaks, Garden of the Gods, Davis West Sac. Those are kind of the main areas. You're a five-star agent across what you just called Zillow and Google. Uh, You were, you got the Hall of Fame award from Remax, which I think is amazing. Not in the sense that I'm surprised that you got it, but just again, the amount of time that you've been in the business, which is not that long to have the success that you have. What I love when I go to your website, which by the way is graygrouprealestate.com. And we'll put everything in the show notes for you because we're going to give you the reasons why you should go to Dana when you're thinking of buying or selling your home. But I love the fact that you say, most importantly, I am a real estate counselor and advisor, which I love because that goes to the question of, you know, do you like to be called a real estate agent or realtor? I know it's kind of different, but I like the fact that you say, you what? I'm, I'm neither. I, yeah, I am those, but I'm also a counselor and advisor. I also like the the fact that you said I'm devoted to finding the home where you can live, laugh and love. Like that kind of encapsulates everything. Everybody wants to find that home. And if it's their forever home, so very important. You talk about client relationships first, sales second. Uh, the ease and confidence with the home buying or home, home selling experience. I just love all your verbiage that you use because it really plays in to what I think a true entrepreneur is within the business that you're in. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. You know, and it, the experience is important, but knowing your clients and knowing when to push and when to pull back yep. and when to comfort them and when to advise them to go all in it's incredibly important. And this is, this is a very personal experience, like, you know, going to the doctor and, and talking to your CPA, you know, it's very intimate. People come to me and they're telling me their intimate secrets, not only of their home, but sometimes their relationships. And sometimes that's a reason why they have to sell their home. And you don't, you don't want that 
all over the news. You know, this is not so it's in confidence. There's a lot of trust here. And I don't take that for granted one bit. And I hope that every single client that I service, they remember the care that I took and the respect I gave them during this stressful time in their life. And that's what's most important to me. So as we finish out this conversation, let's talk about the decision, first of all, to start your own business. Like you said, get out there and let's fly, right? You had yes. the great experience with Bernadette and her team, and now you make this decision. I mean, talk to me about, you know, branding, logo, website, you know, just kind of your business sense. What are your pillars that you have put in place that uh, this is going to be a successful business for you? Absolutely. Well, it, it took a little bit to get everything up and running because when I decided to do this, I wanted to do it on my terms. Like you said, spreading my wings. And part of that was doing it my way, which took a little research to figure out what is the way that I want this done. And one of the big things that I decided to do was go with a completely different technology company. And this, this technology allows me not only to have a fantastic, really responsive website, but it also gives me a client portal. So if you are my seller and you wake up at two in the morning and you are wondering, oh my God, where are we in this transaction? What's happening? You suddenly have that panic moment. You can log on to your client portal and you can find out exactly where we are and know that you know when seven o'clock rolls around, of course you can call me. But in those moments, they have immediate gratification because that just is the type of industry and world that we are in right now. Um, the, the other thing that I really love is that everything is in-house with my technology. You know, I get a listing going, it cuts the time frame. I have immediate professional um, flyers and cards and signage, everything that I can do. And it all is clear and concise and professional. I have great vendors that I work with that are tied into my systems. So it makes it seamless. And now that I have an assistant on board, it was a lot easier to train somebody knowing that those systems are in place and they could just plug and play. Um, so that was the first thing that I had to do. And the second thing was deciding if I was going to stay where I was currently brokered. That was actually um, a journey I had to go on. And I wasn't sure. I've been here with Remax a long time. I love Remax. I think the the branding is fantastic. It's immediately recognizable. It It is uh, recognized as being not only luxury, but but serious professionals in the industry and well-recognized. So um, that was a good reason to stay, but certainly not enough. And after talking with the powers that be, I uh, negotiated for myself. And, you know, at the end of the day, if you're an agent, you can't negotiate for yourself to get what you want in your own brokerage, then how are you going to negotiate for your clients, right? So I was pleased to say that that I negotiated well and I got everything I wanted. And here I am. So um, part of my office right now, my cute little office I've got. Um, and from that, I decided, you know, I need to rebrand and my gray group logo. Where's my hat? You saw me. Yeah. Get the hat. Yeah, and, and, hat. and okay. So I'm a logo nerd. So I want to know why you went with what you went with and colors. Cause I know there's a reason for colors too. I love the color, but you're going to laugh. Um, I was actually thinking my husband talked me into this color, which was my second choice. Um, I was going to go with something crazy like a coral color. Okay. And and I wanted it to stand out. That was my thing. I wanted it to be um, sharp. I wanted it to stand out. I wanted it to be um, eye-catching. And then, you know, I, I made a couple print copies and realized, oh, it doesn't really, it's hard to get that color right. Yeah. Uh, so I, I said, yeah, I'm, I'm not sold on that one. But um, blue is a color and green are colors that are very calming to people mm -hmm. um, and very nurturing. And so I thought, OK, well, that that's that's great. I'll go with that. But then the G's, if you see the logos, they're just mm -hmm. inverted. One's an inverted G. And um, and I thought it looked I did it myself, by the way. Um, so, okay. Did you use like Canva or something? What'd you use? You know, I have, um, I have Acrobat. I have a few Acrobat okay. skills All right. uh, and, and I also use Canva, but mm -hmm. I love marketing. I I've always loved marketing and thinking outside the box and finding out what works. And that was part of it. So I wanted to have, um, the, the clear crisp logo that was easily identifiable, but unique, uh, and could really go on anything. So I've got some ball caps. 
I love it. I love it. All right. So when you made that announcement to, to kind of take me to that day, when you made that official, like we're doing this, yeah. here's the launch. Oh yeah. Launch. Gosh, it was, it was announcing publicly, but also to family and friends and saying, you know, just spread the word. It's almost like when you first get your license and you need to spread the word and let everyone know that, Hey, I'm a real estate agent. Well, I did the same thing. I wanted to let everybody know and make the announcement. Hey, I've changed. This is all for the best for not only myself, but my best for my clients. It's going to allow me to serve my clients better, faster, more, um, more professionally and more concisely. So part of the thing that I love about the website that I have too, is it allows me to um, provide them. MLS is amazing, and but it's a little clunky. Our local MLS isn't as user-friendly as a lot of apps that are out there. And my website is a lot like an app where it just makes it a lot more user-friendly for my clients to search as well as for me to search and send them beautiful displays of listing as opposed to just a list uh, in their email. So that was part of the reason as well. And I think announcing it was, it was well-received and it was fun. I got to, you know, run into other agents and it was a catalyst for conversation and to refresh some relationships that maybe I haven't um, talked to for a while and see how everybody's doing and see if they're interested in, you know, talking about making connections and more uh, stronger business relationships. Well, and folks, you have to realize this is a pretty big deal. Like, you know, Dana's gone from being agent uh, or counselor, so we like to call her, to now leading a team. And she just said that she's going to be announcing members that are going to be on her team. So it's developing right here in front of her eyes. So this is really timely, which is awesome. So the last part I have to ask you about is social media, right? Yes. Because to me, okay, so this is what I figured out. The website is is the key and websites are not like they used to be right? right there's like you said there's a lot involved especially with what you have to do and what you have to offer someone who does go to your website whether there's someone that's going to be a prospect or someone who's going to be a client of yours right? right you have the portal and stuff i found that with my websites too it's like this is the hub okay but then you have the social media and I, for me i had to pick a lane right uh, because I was trying to do everything and I found it a little too overwhelming. So I went Instagram. Okay. But I noticed your Instagram, your YouTube, your LinkedIn, like talk to me about that. Like the social media part of it, about how much involvement you have, or do you have a team that helps you do that? Yeah. I mean, a little bit of both. I have my yeah. assistant and that's a large part of what she does. Uh, I love when she goes with me on tour or goes with me to a new listing that's being staged because then she could get in some shots and photographs of what's happening behind the scenes um, and, and help me post. And so you can't be everywhere at the same time. That's the reality these days. And it is exhausting. It feels like a full-time job. Instagram is amazing. And sometimes I can't be on it during the day. So, you know, Layla might be there liking somebody's post or, you know, yeah. or uh, sending somebody a message on my behalf. But, but I, I look at everything at the end of the day, sometimes during the day itself, I don't get to it and she gets it on my behalf. Um, it is everywhere all the time and it's super important. So in order for people to have a sense of who I am and who my business is and what I represent, you have to be out there. That's the reality today. That's why, you know, these little things are everywhere with us. And and it's the best advertising. It is free for the most part. You just have to put the effort in. And once people got a taste of that in this industry, I don't think anybody's ever turning back. You just you it 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 like lights up the sky when you realize the reach that you can have. And especially right now when we have listings that are sitting on the market a little bit longer. You have to find new outside of the box ways to market yourself. So using Instagram and Facebook and all these other things, I can reach the agents in the Bay Area in an instant. You know, I mean, it's it's amazing because 1993, when I graduated high school, you know, I was thinking, isn't that crazy? You know, everybody doing things, you know, the conversations that they were having. I was just excited that I had a flip phone. You know, <laughs> I mean, it was it was nothing special, but knowing where technology is now, it, it's amazing to think of how far we've come, but there's also amazing things in the works and who knows where we're going to be, you know, five, 10 years from now. 
Absolutely. It's only going to get faster. And the major stat, I think that kind of blew me away when I was thinking about my, my website and I have a three pronged website. I have the, the hub buzzerball.com. I have buzzerballdj.com for all my DJ stuff. And I have buzzerballhoops.net, but with all three of them, the one stat that really stuck out to me is that 70% of the people that were getting my information, it was mobile. And that really surprised me because in my head, I am kind of old school where I like to, you know, go to my laptop to visit a website, but it makes you realize that things are just progressing faster and faster and you can't ignore it. Okay. So you either have to be in it and be a part of it. Or like you said, you know, if it's a little overwhelming and you really don't want to take away from what your specialty is, which is being an agent, have someone in place that kind of knows what you're all about, but yet can still be successful in giving you that aspect on the social media side. Absolutely. And, and along with that, you know, you have to morph and adjust to your people's needs. You know, we used to at, gosh, I don't know, maybe two years ago, I was still doing this. If you have a transaction ending, you need to get all those crucial bits of information, such as utilities and little nuances of, you know, where, uh, Where's the water sprinkler shutoff valve and, you know, all these little, the mailbox key, all that good stuff. I used to have them fill out on paper. Well, now I have, I have a very clear app. I send it to my people on a text. They can fill it out on the phone and they can zip it right back to me. That is just cutting down on time, but it's also treating my clients with respect, knowing that their time is valuable. And so I'm giving them a resource to make it easier for them. And it's just little things like that. You have to reframe how you're thinking about things and how can you do business better, not just for yourself, but for your clients. Well, I know you're excited. You're in the right. I always tell people you're in the right place at the right time. You seem very happy. It's so exciting to actually be talking to you during this launch. It's going to take place. You're going to be building your team. Uh, as we finish out, just like two questions that came to mind and you could go, you know, one to three things, but being an entrepreneur, like what are your biggest takeaways from your experience to what you bring into what you're doing now? And then uh, one to three myths about real estate agent or real estate that maybe people don't know. I've always wondered that, right? There's a lot of things that we think about when it comes to real estate and agents and everything, but uh, maybe you can shed some light before we close out our conversation. Well, the first one, the first myth that comes to mind is um, not every agent is a huge success. I think that goes back to our conversation of deciding what type of agent you want to be and how hard do you want to work? This is a tough business. It's not easy. You know, I get a lot of people that um, have made comments in the past, clients that are that are very new. Maybe it's the first phone call and they say, will you lower your commission? Will you uh, will you work? Um, for this much and then give me this much of a kickback, you know, and no, that's not, I'm sure there's somebody out there that will do that for you. But in this industry, you have to, number one, know your worth and not, not cut yourself short and uh, understand that, that you're deserving of all the commission that you earn because this is a tough job and you are going to work hard and you are going to do a good job. So I think that those are a couple of the myths, um, that are out there. Um, and then, you know, takeaway from my entrepreneurial background, um, what I bring in is I'll never forget my grandparents, you know, telling me you do right by your customers and they're going to do right by you. That's how you build loyalty. That's how you build a very good reputation. And and I try to carry that with me in whatever it is I do. And if that means at the end of the day, if the other side isn't providing for my client, you know, yeah, then I'm going to step up and do the right thing if it needs to be done. And I'm going to help my client close the gap. I'm not going to let uh, my client lose a deal because someone is unwilling to do the right thing on the other side. Um, you have to be a counselor and uh, understand your client's needs always come first. The sales always come second. This is, this is not something that can be thought of, I think, and done well if you think of it as a sales job. I love it. Absolutely love it. So someone's sitting here, they're at this point of the podcast and they're like, you know what? We're getting ready to buy a home. We're getting ready to sell a home. I've got to get a hold of Dana. What are the main ways that they could uh, get in touch with you? Oh, my phone's the best. My, my cell phone, my phone number, you can find it a lot of places. Um, texting me, you can text any hour calling. Um, and then I love to meet in person, you know, uh, come 
into my office once we have a phone call and let's sit down and have a chat. Let me find out more about you and your needs and what your family wants and figure out a game plan and figure out what's right for you because the different areas, they're extensive in Sacramento and I am fortunate enough to know them all because I've lived here my whole life. Love the entire area and it all has a different flavor. Um, You can also find me on Facebook, on Instagram. Um, Gosh, I'm on Snapchat. I'm on LinkedIn. Where aren't I? (laughs) TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so crazy. It is so crazy. Well, Dana, I really appreciate the time. This has been an outstanding conversation. Again, I knew it would be great. uh, But again, you have delivered and I'm so excited for you and this new adventure that you're on. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's really been fun. Absolutely. She is Dana Gray. That's all I've got for now. We'll talk to you next time. Goodbye, everyone. Well, episode number 99. I love just saying that number. Something really good about that. Big thank you to Dana Gray, giving us some time to not only share her journey, but really take us into the world of real estate as she sees it and then sharing with us her new adventure. And of course, we'll keep you updated on that and put all her information in the show notes. So with that said, guess what's next? It's episode number 100. And to be honest with you, I don't even know how it's going to look, okay? Again, the thoughts are up in mind. You know, do we do a live show? Do we get guests that have been on? We'll see, okay? So I just tell you, stay tuned. You can subscribe to the show very easily. You can go to buzzerbolt.com, go on the sponsor, excuse me, the uh, podcast page and just hit subscribe. You can also do that through Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Those are our two mains. And then don't forget, we have a YouTube channel, folks. It is pretty cool. My producer, Michael Kenobi, has done a great job of really vamping that up. And so you can get us on the audio side or the video side completely up to you. So that's all I got for now. I know I've already said it. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for joining Steve this week on Experience the Buzz. Steve would love to hear from you. Leave a review or contact Steve directly with any questions at scbuzzard at gmail.com. To see the other adventures of Steve Buzzard, be sure to visit buzzardball.com.